Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Nihongo Master Podcast. I'm your host Azra and this week's episode will be our last one for 2020. So we're going to end this strange year off on a magical note. And Japan's winter season is nothing short of a picture-perfect winter wonderland. Maybe I glorify the cold and snow because in Singapore, it's nothing but hot and humid summer. But then again, when you actually experience the powdery snow and sunny winter's afternoon in Japan, you'll be in love with winter as much as I am. But that's not all that makes the cold season here magical. There are tons of activities and events happening during this time. We got to thank the Japanese for making the best of any situation. So if you're not convinced that winter is probably one of the best seasons for travelling in Japan, I'm here to reassure you otherwise. Wowing you with the top activities you can do including snow sports and fairy tale like illuminations, to the top events to participate in, like annual winter festivals and the biggest event of the year, New Year's itself. So without further ado, grab your mufflers and mittens, as well as those vocab books, and let's ride through the magical and surreal beauty of Japanese winter. Before I rope you in with all the fun and exciting happenings in the country, let's talk a bit about the weather in Japan during winter. Like most countries, the winter season starts around December and goes on till mid-March. But wait, Japan is huge and stretches out quite far north and south, so the exact dates greatly depend on the parts of the country. Some prefectures start their winter as early as November, and some others can begin welcoming spring in February. Also varying by location is the temperature. Tokyo's winter temperature is probably the most ideal. It's not too cold, with afternoons about 12 degrees Celsius, and mornings and evenings about 3 degrees Celsius. If you really want the cold, cold winter, up north in Hokkaido is where you should go, with regular snowfalls and temperature dropping below 0 degrees Celsius. If these areas are still too cold for you, not to fret. Japan has an even milder winter down south in Okinawa, where you'll get the most comfortable weather of 15 to 20 degrees Celsius all throughout the season. So now that we got that out of the way, let's jump right into the winter activities and events in the land of the rising sun. Regardless of whether or not you're a sporty person, there's nothing better than hitting the snowy hills and slopes during Japanese winter. Of course, it goes without saying that Hokkaido is one of the most famous places to go for skiing and snowboarding, for both locals and tourists alike. No, and if you're wondering what ski and snowboard is in Japanese, I think you already know without even knowing. It's ski and snowboardo. Don't worry if you're an absolute beginner like me, or a veteran skier or snowboarder. Hokkaido has powdery slopes for all. If you don't want to travel too far up north, Niigata and Yamagata prefectures are just as perfect for these snow activities. In fact, if you head up to Zao Ski Resort, you'll be able to kill two birds with one stone. This Tsukiba, or ski resort, is not only surrounded by snow slopes, but its land is also full of ice trees that are nicknamed snow monsters, and you can zip around and buy them. Alternatively, Nagano is just a two-hour drive away from Tokyo, but it feels like a world away when you're in the middle of the winter wonderland landscape of whiteness. Even if you don't want to get out of the capital city, where it's not lucky enough to experience snow and ice, there are still a few winter sports you can do. For example, Aisusuketo, or ice skating. While major cities in Japan have all-year-round ice skating rinks to brush up your skills, during winter, there are special outdoor rinks just for the season. Take your ice skating shoes for a ride at some of them. I recommend the one at Tokyo Skytree Town Ice Skating Park. The rink is at the foot of the famous Tokyo Skytree, and in the evening, it lights up. The next activity on our list is viewing the winter sights scattered all around Japan. While Japan is stunning all year round, 
the Japanese winter highlights certain displays that you can only witness during this cold season. Bear in mind that some of them do require a bit of travel, but trust me when I say they're worth the journey. Remember Nagano? I mentioned previously that it's a wonderful place to ski and snowboard. Guess what? It's also a unique winter site featuring monkeys, or saru in Japanese. At Jigokudani Kouen, Japanese macaques would make their way down from the inside of the Jigokudani mountain sites to the thermal spot in Yokoyu River for a soak in the warm bath. Kouen is Japanese for park. Yes, a park. Who would think of visiting a park in winter? But who wouldn't want to see monkeys soaking in an onsen, hot springs, while snowflakes fall down on their cute tiny faces? Another wonderful winter site is also pretty close to the capital city of Tokyo. Easily accessible in Saitama, the icicles of Misotsuchi is a spectacular winter phenomena. The enormous icicles are created by water flowing from the cliffs, and during peak season, these icicles will be lit up in a bluish hue and giving off a mystical ambience unlike anything you've seen before. For those itching for an adventure, the Gifu Prefecture has a hidden gem. While beautiful all year round, this designated UNESCO World Heritage Site is especially stunning in winter. The Mura village, called Shirakawago Village, is pretty amazing, with its conservation of unique architecture of the houses. The Gasho Zukuri farmhouses are being greeted by snowfalls and also illumination events that light up the entire village. It's like a scene in the movies, I promise you that much. Speaking of illuminations, that's our third winter activity you need to do when you're in Japan during the season. Japan is a winner when it comes to winter illumination. Illumination. Just walk down any street in downtown areas like Shinjuku and Shibuya. You'll be greeted by tiny bobs of light that decorate basically everything, including trees and buildings, to put on a choreographed light show. Just one city can have multiple light illuminations of various themes, attracting people near and far to appreciate the beauty of it all. I'm one of those people, if I have to admit. Nagoya a city between the capital city Tokyo and another major city, Osaka, is home to one of Japan's largest illumination events called Nabana no Sato. Originally a flower park, or Hanakouen in Japanese, and already attracting visitors all year round, it is especially beautiful in winter when millions of LED lights decorate the park in a different theme each year. Walking around has you fully immersed in the action of it all, but there's also an observation deck for a magnificent panoramic view of the display. Head even further down south to Nagasaki for a unique light display taking place in a Dutch theme park called Kuistan Bosch. Similarly, it's already a famous attraction site to begin with, but the cold season brings an even bigger crowd, with its illuminations of over 13 million light bulbs that take over the park and illuminate the place following the attractions and ongaku, music. The theme park is huge. Some say it'll take hours to explore the Kingdom of Lights, so be prepared to set aside a bit of time to fully process the magic of it all. Snow spots, winter sights, and illuminations are just the tip of the iceberg of all the activities you can do during Japanese winter. So if you're already intrigued, then wait till you hear what events take place during this time of the year. But before that, here's a quick vocab recap. Ski, ski, snowboardo, snowboard. Aisusuketo, ice skating. You can also call it Kori Suberi. Sukiba, ski resort. Saru, monkey. Koen, park. Onsen, hot spring. Mura, village. Hana, flower. Ongaku, 
music. By the way, if you haven't checked out our official website yet, why not give it a browse? At Nihongo Master, we offer efficient Japanese lessons that are quick, easy, and fun for Japanese language learners of all levels, from beginners to advanced. Our smart tools will assist you in areas where you need a little bit of a push and congratulate you on the ones you waste. With a community of over 50,000 Japanese students, you're not alone on your learning journey. Make new friends and improve together with our point system, collecting points as you go along. Ask away any questions you have on our group discussion pages. There's sure to be others as well as our Japanese instructors that are quick to answer. You can also take Nihongo Master with you on the go and learn Japanese as you trot the globe. Practical, right? We're moving on to the winter events in Japan, and the winter activities gave anything away, is that there's no letdown. What's the biggest holiday worldwide during winter? Yes, Christmas. As soon as Halloween is over and the calendar changes to November, Christmas decorations scatter around every corner of the country. Not only that, dozens of Christmas ichiba, markets, pop up. And in the capital city of Tokyo, there's more than just a few. The most popular one is the Roppongi Hills Christmas Market that features everything from Christmas-related goodies to German delicacies. Every year, it gets packed with locals and travellers alike who want a piece of handmade ornaments, home-baked treats, a glass of hot wine or a sip of rum-hot chocolate. The last one's my personal favourite, by the way. Less than an hour away from Tokyo's city centre, you can find Yokohama Red Brick Warehouse. On a normal day, it's a shopping area that's perfect for local finds and cute cafes. In winter, it transforms to accommodate the festive Christmas occasion. Full of twinkling lights, a big decorated tree, and rows of unique stalls selling treats and yummy bites. It's here as well where you can combine this winter event with a winter sport. Ice skating! The Yokohama Red Brick Warehouse Christmas Market has a huge ice skating rink for people of all ages to try their hand at this winter activity. The festivities doesn't end when Christmas does. The Japanese take every opportunity they can get, host Matsuri. That translates to festivals. So why not during the winter season too? Cities go all out during this time of the year, and you get to witness everything from ice sculptures to fireworks and winter special performances. Tokyo alone has a couple. And that's pretty much a given since it's a capital city and all. But even the coldest city Hokkaido, despite being extremely cold up north, commemorate the flicks and chills with a few festivities. The locals lift their spirits by organising an annual, week-long event, Sapporo Snow Festival. The city turns into a winter wonderland that invites over 2 million visitors each year, travellers and locals alike. The highlight of it all is the ice sculpture, or Setsuzo, display. Another must-see winter festival is the Yunishigawa Kamakura Festival that takes place in Tochigi Prefecture where tons of dome-shaped snow sculptures are lined up. In the evening, they light them up featuring orange, twinkling glows. Don't confuse it with the city called Kamakura, which is the home of the gigantic Buddha statue. Last but not least on our list of winter events in Japan is the New Year's, or Shogatsu in Japanese. If you listen to one of our earlier episodes, episode 4, the top 4 culturally significant Japanese festivals, then you will already know about this festivity. Majority of the Japanese people will consider this holiday to be the most important celebration in the whole entire year. New Year's Day, or Ganjitsu, is nothing like New Year's in the West. Festivities start well before the calendar changes a year and run through 7th or even 15th of January for certain regions. Companies and businesses are closed for a few days before Ganjitsu, usually around December 29th, 
and are on holiday till about January 4th. Even some supermarkets are not opened on January 1st, but the ones that do hold New Year's Day special sales, which also involves offering the seasonal consumer tradition, fortune bags called fukubukuro. In these bags, there's an array of different merchandise, and shoppers aren't allowed to check what's in it until they purchase it. I'm not going to go into detail. You'll have to give episode 4 a listen to know how this festival is celebrated. But there's a special meal that the Japanese prepare specially for this occasion called Osechiriori, consisting of various dishes associated with prosperity, health, and longevity. There are other foods too, but like I said, hush hush, episode 4. I will tell you about the most important practice though, which is the Hatsumode. It refers to the first shrine or temple visit of the year to pray for good luck. It can be done in the first three days of the new year, but many reserve it for the very first day, as soon as the clock strikes midnight. As soon as the clock strikes midnight. Maybe not this year though. Many of my Japanese pals are a bit cautious of COVID and the crowd, which is usually quite intense. The crowd, I mean. Oh, don't forget to greet everyone with Akemashite omedetou gozaimasu, loosely translating to Happy New Year, as soon as the clock strikes 12. But before January 1st, you say, Yoi otoshiyo. What I tell you, you're never going to get bored during Japanese winter. There's something popping up somewhere, whichever part of the country you're in. Christmas markets, festivals, and the big shebang of New Year's. You better get your festive hat on. Now for a quick vocab recap. Ichiba. Market. Matsuri. Festival. Setsuzo. Snow sculpture. If you want to say sculpture, it's then chozo. Shogatsu. New Year's. Ganjitsu. New Year's Day. Fukubukuro. Fortune bags. Osechiriori. A special meal eaten during the New Year's festivities. Hatsumode. First shrine or temple visit. With so many adventures, uh, with so many things to take part in, there's no doubt that a trip to Japan during winter will be an adventurous one. But I bet some of us would wake up one day and think, no, I don't want to get out of bed today. Trust me, I get that. That's me too. So here are my top three things for you so that you can fully exploit the Japanese winter. Number one, challenge yourself and go outdoors. It's easier for us to just stay anywhere indoors where there's heating. It's comfortable and the safest choice. Most of us have that as the go-to plan during the winter. But when you're in a country like Japan, don't limit yourself. Take advantage of the country's winter season and get involved with the various outdoor activities and festivities. No country celebrates winter much like Japan, so don't waste your precious time in this magical country in a shopping mall, and instead, head outside and play. Number 2. Pack appropriately. It goes without saying that the winter season calls for thicker clothing, but that's not all that you should be packing. Think of the smaller details. Put a thermos flask in your bags so you always have access to hot water to sip on when your insects are getting cold. Stock up on heat packs as well, and trust me when I say that they will be your best friends throughout winter. If you have stuff that can keep you warmer outdoors on top of your winter clothing, then there's no excuse to always stay indoors. Number 3. Plan your adventures. Planning a trip goes without saying, but it's extremely important especially during winter in Japan. There's an extended holiday period consisting of the days before New Year's and even the days after. Many shops will be closed and locals take this opportunity to travel domestically or go back to their hometowns. Because of that, prices for accommodation can rise drastically and popular attractions can be extremely crowded. 
If you prefer a little bit of peace and quiet, as well as experience Japan when it's at its peak, with shops open and all, then avoiding this busy time would be best. Oh, and when you're travelling to the countryside of Japan, be prepared to wait an hour for the next bus or train. They don't come as often as in the city, and they're definitely not as efficient as Tokyo or Osaka's transport system. If you're travelling to the outskirts of Japan, rent a car if you can. They'll save you a lot of travel time, and by that I mean waiting time. And with that, we've come to the end of our magical ride through Japan's winter landscape. From all sorts of activities like snow sports and winter sightseeing, to events like winter festivals and the long-awaited New Year's. You're for sure not going to be bored when you're in town during this time. One important festivity after the New Year's, which I didn't mention, is Seiji no Hi, coming of age day. That's one to look out for in the next podcast episode, the first one next year. But until then... Head over to the Nihongo Master blog if you're interested in reading up on topics like these some more. And if you're keen on picking up some more Japanese for yourself, you can find us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and the official website to learn more. Thank you so much for listening in. Join me in the next one where I'll be walking you down another avenue of Japan's rich culture. Soreja, yoi otoshio! Happy New Year! <laughs>